What's good guys? I hope you're all having a great weekend and you're ready for the week ahead. Uh, welcome to another episode of Muscle Talks Radio. This is episode 4 and in this one we're doing something slightly different. During the week on my Instagram I asked any of you to submit some questions regarding areas of health and fitness that you may be struggling with like your diet, supplementation, your nutrition and I even allowed you guys to ask me some more personal close to home questions just for a bit of fun uh, just so you get a little bit more insight into into myself, into my life and I've actually had some really quite interesting questions so thank you for those first and foremost. I will delve into those slightly later on Again, I will put a timestamp on those, so if you have asked me a question, you can quickly skip to a part of the podcast that I answer that particular question. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give you all a little update on the TD Training clothing line. So we are quite close now to finding a supplier for our new products, mainly being t-shirts, both muscle fit and regular fit. And we have a couple of new designs that we want to bring out. Keep your eyes peeled for those. That should be materialising in the next couple of weeks, if you'll pardon the pun. As soon as we've made headway with that, it will be on my Instagram, on the TD Training Instagram page, on Dean's Instagram too, of which I'll also tag in this uh, description of the podcast, so you can keep your eyes on that. We hope also to have the website up and running by the end of this year, so I'm not going to reveal too much about that, but will be a little bit like an online store for clothing and plenty more let's say interactive features that you can kind of delve into if you need a little bit more support in the gym or on your training basically it'll be like having a personal trainer but without the high personal training prices it taken months and months of planning and meetings amongst ourselves so as soon as that becomes we'll let you know Hopefully that will be beneficial to a lot of you guys. Beginning with the questions then, we'll start with probably the more serious ones and then finish with uh, sort of the more personal ones so we end on a bit of a lighter note. In a first come first serve basis, we'll get with the first question. It was, could you give me advice on how to get lean abs? Oh, yeah. Basically, there is no way you can get lean abs unless you are strict with yourself in terms of your diet. In episode 3, I spoke about flexible dieting and how that can be used as a tool to help you lose body fat and how to calculate your macros. As they say, abs are made in the kitchen, which is true. However, you have to be able to train them. I'd recommend anywhere between sort of three to five times a week. It doesn't have to be anything major. You don't need any great attention. Maybe two or three exercises, maybe three sets of each. Maybe even do them as a circuit at the end of perhaps three normal workouts in your week. And that should be enough. Providing in those three exercises that you perform, you're hitting your lower abs, your obliques, and your upper abs, so you get a good mixture of the muscles in there, so you don't get some which are kind of overdeveloped and some which are underdeveloped. Your abs are a muscle that recover very quickly, so you can train them every day if you need to, but I don't see that as a necessity. So three to five times a week 
training your abs should be enough to bring them up while keeping a firm grip on your diet in order to remain lean. Thoughts on using Olympic lifts such as a snatch, clean to build strength versus bench, squat, deadlift. So that'll be using your functional moves as opposed to your powerlifting split. If you're looking to get strong and increase the size of the specific working muscles, I would use your traditional powerlifting split, so your bench, squat, deadlift, focus on your compound movements. This will allow you to focus on any weaknesses you might have and bring those up. So perhaps your chest might be a weakness for you. So obviously the more bench press you do, the more practice you do, the better you'll get at it. Whereas with your Olympic lifts, it's not specific. So obviously you can do your clean and jerk, clean and press. But you can do your overhead press as a compound movement when you do your compound training. It might be that you can't train as often doing your compound movements. But I think that would be much more beneficial when it comes to gaining strength. If you're looking for kind of overall functionality and kind of a good whole body workout, then stick with your clean snatch, different kind of presses, things like that, which you would associate. The interesting thing about your Olympic lifts is I actually read an article online not so long ago that said in order to improve them, you must get better at things like your back squat, your front squat, your overhead press to build up the strength in the muscles that you would use to perform the exercises. So in terms of getting strong, I would always revert back to your basic compound movements. However, your Olympic training is fantastic for your fitness. As a result, for clients who are targeting weight loss, I would stick with these kinds of exercises due to obviously it being uh, recruiting muscles from the whole body rather than just targeted areas. So inevitably you will burn more calories, which in my opinion is just wasted energy. So in answer to your question, to build strength I would focus on a powerlifting split. So your bench press, your squats, deadlifts, tricep dips and overhead press. As long as you're hitting those exercises consistently and making sure you progressively overload them, you should see some strength increase at a fairly rapid rate. Next question, thinking about getting creatine, what's your opinion on it? With the main aim is losing weight. Um, get it, in short, 100%. All creatine will do is you may get some mild water retention, but nothing major. You'd have to be taking a lot to do that. Five grams, that's typically one scoop, either pre-workout or post-workout. I take mine pre-workout simply because it just helps with the cell volumization and also will contribute slightly to your creatine phosphate energy system. So you should feel a little bit more of a energy boost, if you like, during your workouts. Hence, you should see some minor strength increases, therefore burning more calories, aiding your weight loss. It isn't an essential supplement to use while training, but if you use it effectively, it can become uh, quite, it can be effective. But that was a fantastic question. Yeah, thank you for that one. What is the best protein to take for extreme sports? Uh, the example I've been given is uh, scootering. Uh, as far as I'm aware, diet is important in 
most sports. Obviously, the protein aspect will allow your muscles a greater ability to repair themselves after you've done the sport. Just like bodybuilding, I guess, I would recommend just a standard whey protein. If you're naturally quite a sort of skinny guy, not, don't mean that in a kind of an offensive way, um, I would recommend one that is quite low on sugar, so you have quite a low carbohydrate source on it, simply because obviously the more sugar you can get, the more you can store as fat eventually. Things like a bulk powder's informed way are very good. Uh, they're also through informed sport, been tested by informed sport, so there's nothing, any banned substances in it. But to be honest with you, I wouldn't really bother with protein powder if you were able to hit your protein requirement through your diet. Protein bars are a good way to keep that kind of on track, if you like, while you're traveling, maybe. Grenade do some fantastic ones. The Carb Killer range, they also they do a lot of flavors, some quite exotic ones, if you like. New one that I tried recently was their birthday cake flavor, which is probably one of my favorite ones that I've ever had. Generally, just to finish off, remember when you're searching for your whey protein, remember it's, it is going to be going into your body, so you don't want to be buying some rubbish product that is going to give you kind of an upset stomach or going to have some pretty adverse effects on you. You know, you wouldn't fuel a plane with the incorrect fuel, would you? So that's how I see buying your whey protein. You shouldn't put anything in your body that isn't completely what's best for you. But yet another fantastic question. I love it. The last one I've got is when I diet, I get headaches when I train from the low sugar and I feel more fatigued. How do I avoid this? Straight away, first thing that jumps out to me is how low is your carbohydrate requirement? that you are so low in sugar, like to me it says you're not allowing yourself any, you know, you can't cut that out completely, you do need some sugar to an extent, just be careful with the simple sugars that can be easily broken down and stored by your body, that obviously has a backwards effect when you're trying to lose fat. A way that I would combat that would be to have maybe, um, I don't know, a couple of jelly babies or something like that that's going to give you a tiny bit of those simple sugars to give you the energy during your workout that you will burn off. Obviously, then it's not going to be stored, which should stop your headaches. Things like a simple carbohydrate source is what I mean. Something that's just going to give you a little bit of a boost. And then obviously you've got your pre-workout supplements. Just make sure that if you are having a couple of sweets before your workout, you're not having a pre-workout that's high in sugar as well. In terms of the fatigue you feel while you're dieting, that is part and parcel of it, I'm afraid. You're not fueling your body with enough energy to maintain your normal optimal levels of activity. So then obviously when you do more activity and you try and burn more calories, you are going to feel crap. But to make yourself feel a little bit better, make sure you stay hydrated. Steer clear of too many cups of coffee and things, too many stimulants, because you will end up becoming reliant on those, and that's not ideal at all. I would make sure you're properly spacing out your meals, so you don't allow your blood sugar levels to drop too much in between, sort of every two to three hours. I know I mostly manage three hours in between meals, because if you let your blood sugar levels drop too much, when you then come to eat again, what that will do is cause a 
a spike in your blood sugar level, which will cause the insulin response, which then breaks down what you've taken in and stores it better or is more likely to store it rather than using it to perform your everyday functions and also obviously the additional activities such as your workouts or any cardio you might do things like that in short there are no ways to prevent you feeling fatigued as a whole there are just small steps you can take to reduce the effect things like not wasted energy on things that you don't need to do having a lion when you can saving energy sleep longer obviously where you can the shorter days will be much easier to manage kind of all your meals and not feeling fatigued simply obviously due to the reduced amount of hours that you have to be awake the long and short of it is that some people handle being in a calorie deficit better than others all you can do is make sure that your deficit isn't too severe so you're not going catabolic and burning more muscle than you are fat and just trust the process and enjoy it. That would be my advice to you. <laughs> Please advise when to finally up the trend. Always up the trend, bruh. <laughs> but if you are going to do any kind of anabolic steroid, make sure that you are doing it safely and you do seek professional help and kind of make sure you've got the right support there if anything should go a bit untoward with it. I do not condone steroid use however I do understand why people would want to do it and obviously that's completely up to them it's my choice not to do it. Personally from a health point of view I'm not looking to go into any competitions of that nature and if I do I would look to do at least one natural bodybuilding competition before that. So yeah, always up the trend, but be safe. How do I look like you? You don't want to look like me. And are you going to ask Lauren to marry you? Uh, for those of you who don't know, Lauren is my girlfriend. I've been dating for just over two years now. Um, in an ideal world, yes, I will. But not for a long time yet. I am very happy in my relationship and... Long may it continue. Yeah, we've got a lot of life to live before we get to that point. But yeah, I want to. And that wraps up another episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. We did something slightly different with the Q&A style. Tag me in your Insta story. Uh, let me know that you're listening. Send me any feedback. Uh, it's always much appreciated. Till next week. Hope you all have a fantastic week. Take another step closer towards your goal. And don't forget... Train, develop, achieve, and I'll see you next time.